Raisin Manorino. Welcome to Raisin Manorino Wednesday. Hello. Who, who even knows what month it is anymore? It's October. I don't. It's October. It's, it's October, October month. And you know, you what, know what that, that means. means. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Halloween on social media. Do they really love it? Or is it just Are they social fronting? media personality? Are they fronting? Because that's what's trendy right now. To liking the Halloween. Liking October is not a damn personality. That's not a personality. And are you pissed? Are you, are you pissed? I'm trying this? to gatekeep it. Yeah. I'm trying to get the gates closed, but I had the gates open and too many people got slid in no, and now I got to close the gates. You misunderstood. So I sent Sarah a, a tweet that went viral that said, liking, liking October is not a personality. And then it was like a 10 tweet thread that was like, y'all are corny as fuck fuck you do not like the halloween shit you get off the fucking internet you're fake yeah touch grass blah 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 and i sent it to sarah and sarah said that's right we have to gatekeep it and i was like no sarah he's coming for you i know i know i know he's coming for you (laughs) i did understand that that's what you were saying Uh, okay i refuse to take it because i just don't believe that i think it's true of i saw people on october 1st posting that they were carving pumpkins and can anyone in the chat say why that shows that they're fake as fuck why or Sam? You can guess because pu- pumpkins aren't ready to be carved; they haven't even grown yet. That yeah, sure. <laughs> so they're GMO pumpkins. They're GMO, GMO pumpkins. they're fake. No, because they're gonna rot. Because they would obviously rot if you carve your pumpkin on October first. Right. It's rotten it's on rotten. Halloween. So, so, so if we, you're a real Halloween head, you would absolutely know that, and you would not be carving. A pumpkin so what you're on saying is that you want the pumpkin carved so that it's on Halloween, it's fresh. Yes, that's right. That's what's important to me. I'm like it can. Throughout the month, people are putting out Halloween decorations, so it could be ready Halloween ten, and then you just Halloween carve another. Halloween ten. <laughs> I mean, was Halloween ten? ten days of Halloween, what like the there fuck? are twelve days of okay. Christmas. <laughs> you get it ready for Halloween ten, <laughs> and then it goes bad, and then you or carve Halloween another. eleven, Halloween twelve. Right. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yes, but I think that that's wrong because Halloween is the day that you light up the jack o' lantern, you know, and that's when it's got to be peak nice. Um, so those people are fake and I was going to post about that on Instagram, but ain't, honestly, ain't no law that says it's got to be lit on Halloween. Sure. Yeah. There's none. But people know, that's the culture. Um, I saw so many people doing that. I wanted to post about it, but I was afraid people were going to be like, Hey, this is like about me. So I didn't post it, but I did think it. Wait, um, so there are specific people you're thinking there's of? There's specific people that I'm thinking of. Just say their names. Um, I'm not going to say their names. I do want to say there's a delay here. Look at this. Like, Yeah. It's always been like that, I think. Really? Yeah. Who? Who? In the video? The video. Felipe, can you speak to this? The video Um, has a delay. Is delayed from what's happening in real life. This is what Sarah's responding to. Yeah. Just like a podcast listener. Yeah. And that's kind of shaking her ground a little bit. I'm not liking that. I'm watching my performance (laughs) on. It's like really throwing me this morning. So if it's always been like that, that blows my mind. It's true. It's like you're high. And yeah. you're seeing yourself move behind. I think it's always been like that. Well, okay. we got, so we got new cameras. I, th- this isn't the first episode where we're using the new cameras. The first episode where we used the new cameras, I believe I wasn't here. Is that right, Sam? Yeah. Uh, That's no. right. Oh, no. You had, you didn't use the new <laughs> We've cameras? We've used them before. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so, yes. No, but you've used them before, too. I used them before? Mm-hmm, once. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, yes. not on the podcast. Yes, you have. Yes. Yes, you have. I feel like I would remember... And I don't know why you don't. I don't know why you don't, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So here's the story. We'd been fighting for a long time over what to use all of our Raisin Man profits on. Um, <laughs> 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 and we finally decided to buy expensive new cameras. Yeah. The and immense they the paid, yeah. God's vault <laughs> yeah. filled with gold. And the rest are putting into a trust for our future children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they paid for themselves. Wait, so you were? I interrupted you when you were saying something. 
Um, it was about the Halloween fronters. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that about Halloween fronters. That tweet did make me feel a little like I have noticed it, like this obsession with Halloween. And I know that I am both like I'm an individual person on my own journey. And I'm also a part of larger sociological trends. Um, and I don't know what it means. People are seeking culture and connection and meaning in a in a moment in our society in which it feels really bankrupt of those things. So. Do you, okay, different theory do you think that our culture is infantilized mm. 29 years old still care about Halloween. sure sure i but i think in other countries they care about celebrating things i mean dia de los muertos it's a lot of old people right it's like you've seen coco it's, it's for everybody like a lot of old people yeah yeah i had this funny moment this weekend where i was involved in this music video shoot that was like very intense uh everyone was acting like the stakes are really high it was full like movie military mode you know people talking in code and like all what kinds of codes did you have flying in you know 86 that like there's like the movie set code you know that people sometimes use a little bit of but sometimes people are like fully fully using it um buy sell sell. yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and like there was like so much Things were so expensive and the budget was like... Terminate that actor. Terminate him (laughs) to a permanent end. (laughs) Yeah. It was just really intense and everyone was being really serious about work. And then I was upstate and at a certain point I was riding in a car past a pumpkin stand and um, the stand was just full of giant pumpkins. It looked like a page out of a children's book. And I was like, thank God there's still like room in our world for like people doing something for a silly reason. Um, like selling giant pumpkins just because people want to put them in their house for a month, like as opposed as opposed, as opposed to, to the to not everything. silly thing of making a mu- a video for yes, a song. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then another thing about the infantilization thing is, I was at Spirit Halloween yesterday buying some stuff, and um, there was a little kid there having a full freak out meltdown, and um, he was just being bad, and it was really sucked to see because it was like you know your mom brought you here for you she's not here for her she's here for you and he was just being a bad kid and um what was he being bad about he was like laying down on the ground and wanting to buy everything and pulling things off the shelves like acting crazy and um she was just there by herself and she had one other kid who was kind of like i don't know what to do mom um and she ultimately promised to buy the little kid one thing if he would chill the fuck out. <laughs> and um, she was then in line, like, waiting to buy it. But then he was, like, fully melting down, like, throwing himself on the floor. I feel bad. It was probably, like, he, who knows what was going he on with this kid. He had some developmental yeah. problem. Well, he seemed, it didn't necessarily seem like that. He just seemed like he was really upset. And who knows why. You know, kids really. You think that there is a, 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 justifi- a reason that's justifiable to an adult for why he was acting that way? Well, I guess I feel like kids are always being so emotional emotional that i'm just like gosh it must be because their life is hard because they're constantly being told what to do and they don't get to just like fulfill their own needs they're always depending on like someone else to be like okay we'll get you something to eat okay you can lay down now okay you can go back i don't think that's why kids are emotional you have no rights you have no rights you have no rights that's yeah it's brutal that's that's too leftist of an explanation for why kids wild out kids wild out because they're little and they can't control their emotions I don't think it's like, oh, if, if, yeah. if it was a more just world for kids, it's like that kid ha- probably gets everything yeah. that he needs. Sure, sure, sure. But I just <laughs> feel like, like the feelings are real. No. Like it's not like you, that kid's pretending to be 
um, having a meltdown. Like he really is crying and screaming and feeling a very intense thing. So. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I think when kids cry, they really are crying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're like. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they're faking it. Sometimes though, they that, make, yeah. you ever fake it. You ever fake it? You ever fake it as a kid? I don't remember ever Did you ever it. like Sometimes my parents would be gone And then I would get hurt And then I would cry And then I'd be like Wait I have to like Hold on to Like I would get hurt While they were gone And then they would leave Then I would cry And then I would be done crying But then when they got back I'd be like Oh you got hurt earlier on <laughs> you, know, you like bring it back up So yeah, they can see how sure. sad You were earlier Sure sure Yes Cause you can't You should get a credit for that mm-hmm. Just cause you handled it on your you own You didn't see Yeah you didn't yeah. Nurture me while you were gone <laughs> Um, but anyway, this kid, the mom promised to get him one thing. She's waiting in line with it. The line is taking forever. It was partially my fault. <laughs> Why? Because I was trying to buy a bag of... Because you were crying? <laughs> like, I was crying. Because I was trying to buy a bag of caramels, and um, they weren't in the system for some reason. And the lady was like trying to find all these different solutions. She was like, okay, the bag of caramels is $14. I can find another object in the store that costs $14 and scan that. And wow. I was, she was like weighing all my options for me, and I ultimately decided I didn't need the caramels that bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, shit was just taking forever and the kid is like g- being bad and um the mom was finally like all right we're just gonna go then and the kid was like wait but i'm taking that with me like that's mine and she was like no i didn't buy it because you're being bad oh and nice. he was like no i'm taking that and she was like no we didn't buy it and then he really got upset wow and then and what was funny was i know when that's happening it's like humiliating for the parent to experience this publicly and you're supposed to just ignore it but i was just like just staring Wait, just was standing this, there staring was the store small enough that you could see the whole absolutely play? absolutely or like they were it was all happening in one right at the front of the store so everybody could see it <laughs> and um there was nothing anybody could do we all just watched and in, in, in total silence and um i just was like wow that can just happen to a person you just have a kid and you take them to the halloween store and they just put on a fucking show and go off and you just have to stand there and be like uh okay um i don't know (laughs) yeah i was on the plane on the way here there was a little there was a couple you know like young couple and then they had a kid who was maybe like three and he was just wailing yeah he was like despondent and he kept saying Agua! Agua! <laughs> and he was screaming that means water they folks. were giving him water <laughs> like that's not what he wanted and i uh first of all it would make me laugh because it was i could just he really went on for a long time and the parents were trying every strategy yeah. available to uh. like grab him the dad would get mad and then they'd be like oh no come on and then they would like walk him somewhere and then kind of like uh what do you call it? like rock him a little bit then they would show him something and he was like ah, he was just screaming oh and so God. it would make me laugh and then it would make me feel mad i was like it, because it's just you know it's just like grading and then yes, you like can't help yes, but feel like a little yes, bit of rage yes. like stop 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 I'm like make him stop make yeah. him stop <laughs> <laughs> but i was like i this reflects on you <laughs> i really felt for them because i was like i don't know what you do in that situation totally and you must feel worse than anyone on this planet totally right totally and then also sometimes people will really say shit to parents like that and be like get your fucking kid under control you what do you do like, what the fuck yeah, do you do that's i always feel like when i have kids like i'm gonna be some sort of like kid whisperer not it's in a creepy like a way guru. but i will be like you whisper to the kid and you go if you don't stop i'm going to hit you i'm going to hit you really hard yeah we all just know the pressure points yeah to get them to chill the fuck out if your gender confuses you now it'll confuse you even more as you age (laughs) (laughs) um no i would uh 
I feel like I was like I'd be like oh I'm I'm equipped with the sort of like necessary tools of like wisdom and age that I'll be I'd be able to like pacify my child through some through some sort of calm energy that I'd pass on to them but then I'm I don't think it'll happen. No, you know what the thing is I think that you're not taking into account that you will also be exhausted. Yeah. Yes. And your patience will yes. be worn thin and you see parents who like act fucked up but it's like well of course like you're not sleeping your kid is an insane person totally yeah and then overall the feeling i got from it was just like halloween's for adults it's obviously too much for this kid <laughs> can't, can't handle, handle it, it. <laughs> get him out of the spirit of halloween all the adults for that are in here are being good seven to 65 <laughs> 75 that's right yeah. everybody else is being really responsible with the holiday um yeah if kids aren't ready then they can wait do you think he was freaking out because he was scared i think at first he was scared yeah, because oh, like, there's some scary stuff in the store. Yeah. And I think he came in and was like, ha And then that set him off. <laughs> that, is, that is scary, yeah. yeah. When and I, you transmuted it into as, something as, else. As a kid, I was scared of the masks. Like, mm. the mask section of, of Party City was, like, where all the older kids hung out who, like, listened to rap and were allowed to play violent video games. Yes. And, like, they wore, like, creepy clown masks. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. My dad's in the chat, and he said that they gave me Benadryl once, so to, I would calm down. Him. Wait for yeah. the plane? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, that's funny. I I really thought that I was like, man, if I had a kid that was wild and out like this, I'd be like, nuclear nuclear option. Yeah, he's getting he's getting put a uh, little whiskey on the yeah. thumb. Sometimes <laughs> my, my he's da- getting oxycontin. My dad did this a lot, and I think it's a funny move. Is if if a kid is being weird or annoying, you be weird to them, and they kind of don't know what to do. It so shocks if you, their system. If you had, like, gone up to that little kid and been like. Can you believe it? I can't buy these fucking caramels. <laughs> or, or you start freaking out. <laughs> yeah. My fucking caramels. You start crying. I'm laying on the floor next to him. I won't get up. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, my funny. aunt told me this story that like growing up, she would always uh, fight with my cousin. She was like, yeah, I had this, you know, uh, one of her kids, they had a kind of complicated relationship. And she said that her friend said, you should, um, you should like confuse him. Like, that's how you get out of... Because she was like, I can't... We always fight about the same stuff. We can't get out of it. And her friend said, you should confuse him. And she told me that during a fight, she stood on the chair. And then he started laughing. It was so weird what she did that she stood on the chair. Sorry, this is a little child that she's doing this to? I think he was a teenager, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But she stood on the chair and started yelling at him. Uh And then she said that he started laughing. And that then she went to a room and she said that was the first time he ever apologized to me. Wow. He was laughing and he came and he apologized. Wow. And then I thought about these two parents and I was like, they should do something crazy. But then I thought, oh, it would be so embarrassing. What if it doesn't work? Then I In just front of it. Yeah, I know. In the <laughs> Halloween store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, you, both of you need to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Originally, our problem was with this little guy, but, but now, now we're starting that. We don't really are, want You're cool. Now I'm, that guy's the n- pl- normal guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, once uh <laughs> it's normal for a kid to be like this but for an adult it's just weird yeah um a weird trick my mom once did was like i was a little kid and i was in the part of the shopping cart where you're like trapped in the seat and your legs hang down you know and my brother was there too you know in the little seat uh and my brother was there he was f- freestanding yeah <laughs> and he uh, my mom like left us with the cart and he kept hitting my feet and like knocking him and that was like making me really upset and he wouldn't stop and he kept doing that throughout the store and then my mom eventually told him she was like 
I just heard the manager at the grocery store and he said that he's going to like kick you out of here if you don't like stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the manager of the grocery store told me that he's going to come I and get you. That. Yeah. Uh, was that true? Did she make no, that up? No, <laughs> she just made it up. Oh, yeah. Imagine if it freaky. was though. Yeah. That's freaky. <laughs> that little boy the has to stop. There's nothing your, I can the do. The store is under your bed and yeah. he has a knife <laughs> and he's going to kill you if you don't eat all your broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a freaky thing to do. Totally. Because I, my, my imagination still is too powerful, honestly, and sometimes it gets the best of me. But as a child, yes. like that would haunt me for months. Totally. Yeah. It's something like that. That's yeah. too high risk. You don't know the effects of that. Yeah, you can't lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that to you next time that we're at the <laughs> next time you're roughhousing at Stop and Shop. Yeah. Next time he's not cooperating over barbecue ingredients and stuff. Yeah. And he's, right. and he's going off by himself and not asking people what they want. He's just getting the things he yes. wants. That's right. I'm going to say the manager's going to kick you out if you don't That's check right. in with us about even, what we're getting. Even, even your retelling of that story tells me that we still haven't <laughs> squashed what it is we were fighting about. This is a real that I just right read there up. tells me that we're no, still not I, on the I, same I honestly, I honestly don't even care about what happened that day. You were the one who was mad and then you said, hey, I'm sorry I got so ang angry. And I said, hey, I know you were angry but I really did not care. <laughs> That's how I experienced that. Uh, <laughs> and even that still, you know, it's, it shows our differences. Really? Because you, know? you still feel like I should have understood why you were angry? No. <laughs> I, I think I, I was... I, I overcame a personal battle about a thing that, uh, <laughs> you know, is like, I think, a philosophy of how we live our lives differently. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'll just say I'm sorry and this will be my own internal battle. Oh, but you had wished that I had done something differently? No, yeah. probably not. But, or, but like, the fa I don't know, the fact that you didn't even... <laughs> I was afraid when I brought that up as a little joke. I was like, I'm not sure if we're ready for this one. Sarah, can you mediate? Our <laughs> we were. We, it was like Fourth of July, and I was like, What should we get for everyone? We should get this. We should get this. And then Sam for a barbecue got kind of mad because he was like, Just figure out what you want and just get it. And yeah. then I was like, Okay. But then later he was like, Hey, I'm sorry, I freaked out. And I was like, Oh, that's fine. He's like, I just have a more of a philosophy where everyone gets the thing they want. And I was like, Oh, growing up, it was always like we should get what everyone wants <laughs> and figure it out together but it's fine if just, that's your philosophy and just you seem clear, like mad about it I still no 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 oh. <laughs> I don't think anybody's mad about it still yeah yeah alright just to be clear is I was getting stuff for the group the stuff the stuff that I was going to share with everybody like I was buying stuff yeah. for the group but I think I think sometimes you have a philosophy where you're like oh what are we gonna do about this like can we do something about this where when I'm like, oh, you should just like, if you identify a problem or something that the group needs, you should just go ahead and solve it. I see. You know what I mean? Like rather than be like, well, what what like inviting everyone into the problem. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, truthfully, the this is funny that now we're talking about this. Thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't. Sorry. I literally didn't think of it as any. I just was like, we have different ways of thinking about this. But yeah. I'm like, should I have apologized? It was a really no, complicated no, no. situation. No, no, have apologized. Yeah. No. But but I was I guess I was upset about something, and I guess the fact that you're like, oh, I didn't even care about it is is it's like it's an indication. I mean, I was like, oh, you don't. Oh no! It's not that I didn't, didn't care about it. What was what was at stake? It's there. just that I, I think it was I, communication. It's just that I think you you felt like what I was doing was like some sort of imposition. But I was like, oh, we just have different philosophies about this, and that's okay. And I was happy to go along with yours. So I didn't feel like it warranted like some okay. sort of debrief. I was like, yeah, if you want to, if you want us to work <coughs> in a method where everyone gets the thing they want, 
That's fine with me. I was like, cool to do that. Okay. I totally see that. And also, <laughs> I want to I want to win maybe win one more thing yeah, or yeah, make like, one what, more thing I'm, clear, yeah, which is that I don't think our philosophy is a difference between me being selfish and thinking about what I want and you being communal. No, no, no. no, I, no. Think it, I think they're, that's not how I would characterize it. How would you characterize it? I would characterize it as one of like where I, where I take like... I step up and take responsibility and have thought about the things that I want to buy the group. And then you have like, haven't thought about it or haven't planned it. And then you're like, essentially like, Right, putting it on the group. Put, putting putting yes. it on yeah. me to help you figure oh, out I how see, to project manage, like shopping for the. I see what you group. mean. I don't. I don't see it that way. Like I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that generally I am that way. But in that case, it really genuinely felt like, like rather than you buying the thing that you want, why don't we figure out the numbers of things we need so that everyone. Mm. But maybe not. It's yeah. I, like I guess. But he said sometimes he is that way. So either admit it. either way. <laughs> yeah, but but you also you it. also are a way where you like enter the you go into a. A, a grocery store and then you just go and you grab a bunch of shit and you don't talk to anyone about it and like that's <laughs> fine that's fine like, like all I'm saying is like I do think it's a difference in philosophy and you can you can have a, a value judgment either my way where it's like Sam is selfish or a value judgment your way Felipe is unprepared but I'm like that to me is just a difference and I think there's like a charitable reading of both of wow. our philosophies and the way I felt was like Sam has a different one and ultimately I was like I'll go with yours like yes. that's what I mean by I didn't care I was like I don't feel like I need to hold on to this one maybe Sam wants me to say hey I'm sorry that I put things on the group but I was like I just genuinely felt like I was trying to do a a thing that I remembered from my childhood of like with our parents when we would figure out what to buy it's like let's figure out what we're gonna buy for everyone so I didn't I genuinely don't think it was coming out of like a, a di- an unpreparedness okay okay so strange that we talked about that. Yeah. I am sh- I ro- am I like mis- am I I don't want to like have the last word if you feel like you I'm still misunderstanding something. I feel like you've both <laughs> acknowledged where each other were at. <laughs> <laughs> and that we're per- totally good to move on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Sarah? Um I think that that was very clear. Yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah. And I think we had a great 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, and it all worked but that, out. Yeah, this is, believe it or not, this was the 4th of July of two years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this wasn't even last yeah. 4th I didn't, of July. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's funny. I mean, I think that you said before that you have this thing where, like, we'll be on a shoot and, like, everybody's kind of racing around being like, I need to do this, I need to do this. And you're kind of like, is there anything I can do? What should I do? But you don't, you've said you're like, but I don't really want anyone to ask me to do anything. Totally. Look, yeah. hey, look, <laughs> I cop to it. I am, I'm a person that is like pretty dependent on other people <laughs> in general. Um, yeah. And I put things on the group. I'll cop to it. But Sam, you have to cop to like, you will sometimes walk away and not look <laughs> to see if people are behind you and just walk at your own speed or like go do a thing by yourself, which is fine. But it can also read to the group as like, Sam literally doesn't care what the group is doing. He's just like getting his thing. And like I think those are, there's a charitable reading of both of yeah. those ways of being. But I got yeah. like I don't I don't want to leave this conversation being like, well, Felipe is the one who needs things from people and puts stuff on other people without you being like that is a, a way that you are sometimes, and it does like have an effect on a group. Hmm. Okay. All right, and that's something that we can revisit. <laughs> do you feel <laughs> do you feel awkward about this? 
Um, I feel like the feeling of like maybe after the podcast ends, you're going to be like, uh, what should I do about that? <laughs> about the barbecue. So I'm just like, if I can just get us out of the barbecue conversation as quickly as possible, you'll have less to like edit out later and we'll have more content for the yeah. show. Yeah. The I don't think it's being 15 minutes. Yeah. I think it's fine. Um, and I, yeah. And I think everyone has made their points and, and I, I, you know, say in the chat, if this changes the way you view either Felipe or Sam and. Yeah, we can just can then go back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About how right wait, did you finish? End. Oh no, you. I was. I kind of wanted to hear about this music video, but you kind of oh. t- told the story, which was that you saw the pumpkins and you thought. I thought, thank cool. God, there's some respite from you know modern kind of working life. Yeah, I'm. I'm really thinking of like stop being a, stopping being a producer. Have I told you this? I texted you, him about said, this. You, you said versions of this after. The sh- Halloween shoot, but yeah. Wait, can more shoots since then. So, are, are, can people hear? Can people hear? If you can't hear, say something. Wait, so sorry, <laughs> go. You want to stop? Everyone was feeling awkward. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't saying anything. Um, yeah, I had some really bad experiences since I've been freelance with like producing things. Where like I got into producing because I like helping and I I like um, the feeling of like someone having like a vision and just being able to like help support the thing that they need but I found that like modern freelance producing means like you basically become the emblem for like whatever the corporation is or wherever the money is coming from and kind of like the enemy of the shoot in this way like you're the person that's like in charge of the budget Mm. and there's this constant like anxiety around people feeling like you're exploiting them or not giving what they want because you're trying to like make it all work for the amount of money that you've been given and like they want more gear they want to be paid more they want more people on the team like just these endless things that are all like put onto you and it feels very personal instead of it just being like i mean and you can say all you want like this is just a budget this is just a budget um mm. but i've just found that like i end up feeling like i am not helping and i'm not part of the production i am like everybody's like enemy kind of and it's just like a bad bad feeling it's also way too much stress and anxiety because all the problems like are centered on the fact that we just don't have enough money ever to do anything because even when i've worked on things that have more money the expectation of the the people who are doing the creative just grows more and more so it's always like out of proportion to the amount of money that they have you know everyone always wants like more than what the thing is it's never like scaled to the amount of money to make it like comfortable so it's just like this endless kind of tension of trying to make something work that when it doesn't work falls on your shoulders completely and it's totally your responsibility when you're like wait how can this be my responsibility i'm just also a person who is hired to do this and it doesn't work and i don't have more money and there's nothing i can do and everybody's like upset about it and and what's crazy also is that it's such a huge range of responsibilities that you have when you're like working on indie stuff that it's like not only am i responsible for everybody getting paid all of the accounting and the physical safety of everyone people are constantly coming up to you being like are there no coffee stirrers? <laughs> Can you help me find the coffee stirrers? Oh, no. And you're in the middle of like solving like some kind of disaster of like thirty thousand dollar lens missing no from camera. the truck or something. There's yeah, no exactly. <laughs> like some epic thing. And then someone wants you to spend ten minutes looking for a coffee stirrer. You're like, take your fucking coffee and go fucking like this. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, yeah. is that a thing? People actually literally that you? happened on the shoot. That happened on the shoot. People asked me for coffee stirrers. I was like. What is wrong with you? Use a plastic stir it with your finger. Stir it with your goddamn finger. I've never even stirred my coffee with a coffee stirrer. Like you're on a shoot. We're in the middle of like the outdoors. Like why do you expect that? So it's just like an insane range of like come here and you like dip your finger. (laughs) Yes, and you just keep putting out fires and then just keep encountering like new disappointments with like 
I don't know. You're solving all these problems with the location. Say the location owner is like mad at you guys and wants to like change the terms of the agreement, wants you to leave three hours earlier. You can't because of the schedule. You negotiate that. And the next minute you turn around and someone's like, I don't really like this lunch. Are there any other options? You know, and you're like, fuck no. Like, yeah. yeah. So you're saying there should be a producer for important stuff and a producer for stupid <laughs> bullshit. It just feels like it's a bad fucking job. Like you just get shit on. And like, yeah. it doesn't matter how many things you get right. You're responsible for so many things that there's just like people. What kind of, per- what kind of person like, like what's your, what, a, what is a personality that would like that job? I think someone who like, I've worked with producers who don't care if people don't like them. And that seems to make the job much easier. If you're just like, no, that's the rate. No, I don't care. If you don't want to do it, don't do the job. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. You do want it, don't you? Okay, fine. You're going to do it. Do you think that they secretly like being disliked? I don't think so. I think they just have a different inner life experience where they're like... They don't want to please That's not their priority. But you're too empathetic. Yeah, I care too much about... Like, I just want... I'm too understanding of like... I don't know. Okay, Sam is cutting in and out for me. Oh, no. Why is Sam cutting in and out? Wait, can, Sam, can you... Uh, hello, 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 hello. Hmm, you, I don't hear you cutting in and out, so I'm kind of confused about why huh. that would be. Yeah, so it just feels like I... And what's another funny thing is on set, there's like a really strict rule around like 12-hour days being the limit, and after 12 hours, you hit overtime, and you're really not supposed to make people work that much. Um, but whenever I'm working on a shoot, I'm working like 18 hours a day. And then getting shit all over. And I'm like, I'm working so fucking hard and everyone is still like pissed off. And like, it's not because I do a bad job. <laughs> also, I've like been on other shoots with other producers where it's the same culture. And I just like, this is like, the, I think the producers are used as like an arm of like corporate um, exploitation, basically. Because you're I a manager. Yes, because you're the manager. You're a manager. And, I, and I have to They're like, to you're our that. eyes and ears when yes. they're on the room. So then you end up having to <laughs> yes. be the bad guy. Yes. And it's like, you know how when you like a company, like an airline or something fucks you over and you want to scream at them, but yeah. they give you a customer service person. Yes. So you can't actually yell at them. Yes. You have to just subsume the anger into yourself. But on set, it's like the producer actually gives physical form to your enemy that you actually do get to get really upset with and i'm like wait but i'm not i swear to god they just hired me to like <laughs> i'm like you but they're like no you're not yeah you wow. have power you have all yeah. the money all the money is in bill and big bills in your pockets yeah and they, even like there's like a funny part of it where um the assistant director has to like make sure that everybody has like stopped working and takes their meal six hours into the day and when it's clear that the last person has stopped working that's when like the lunch break starts and you get 30 minutes or an hour whatever it is um but they don't count the production the producers are not part of that like you You don't don't, get a little lunch so i can take my lunch you know sort of whenever i want to but like i'm not part of the like team I'm on my own. Wow. Like, Who says that? I just end up working that through the whole lunch. The kind of philosophy Who that says you that? Are. Why can't yeah. you just I think sit that that's them. the culture of like, all this stuff is descended from, I think, like old fashioned movie shoots where like, I imagine it's sort of the dawn of cinema. There was just like a way of doing things that was very militarized because all the equipment is like really expensive and complicated. And like, especially before like digital cameras, it just takes so many people, you know, to operate like an old film camera, I'm imagining. Like, I don't yeah. really know the history, but uh, so there's all this that like right. systematized <laughs> ways that things work. Yeah. And the producers like the big shot at the top and they're the big boss. And like whatever that system is, is just not true to what I work on, but the same kind of philosophies are applied to this indie stuff where it's like, okay, I'm the producer, but I'm not actually Walt Disney. I'm just like a guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, like you've been gigified. Yeah, exactly. Wait, but I guess I, I'm asking something stupider, which no, is what if, okay, they take lunch. Why don't you just take lunch with them? 
Who's no, I stopping can. you? I can't. No one's stopping me. It's just like if there's shit that needs to be done. If it's like, oh, there's a van of other people that need to get here after oh, lunch. Oh, I see. I see. I need to be on the phone with them being like, okay, what's your ETA? Like, did you get this person? Do you need to make this stop before you get here? You know, there's all this like yeah. urgent shit that has to be done. That if I'm like, no, it's my lunch though, actually, as soon as lunch ends, they're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's just like, do you want to keep like on schedule or do you want to like draw your boundaries and it just they make it so hard to draw the boundaries and i'm not good at it anyway so what's your new job gonna be i don't know i applied for a job at big reuse what is that that's the thrift store by life world (laughs) it's like you're gonna work retail um yeah you know it's a non-profit that does like composting programs and sells secondhand clothing and stuff um but i just applied because i love the store and i'm there all the time anyway um, <laughs> but I just don't want a job that's like this intense. Like I lose so much sleep over it. It gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, I really do. The number of people who are just constantly texting me to be like, when are we getting paid? When are we getting paid? When are we getting paid? When I'm like, I don't know. I'm waiting on like a co- corporation to release $50,000 to yeah. me so that I can like run a payroll. Like <laughs> it's just too much. Like, w- yeah. Is there an idea in your head for like, when you imagined being a producer, like the image of what it was. Like yes. The dream. Yes. And, and who, what that looked like. Totally. And I think I had that experience. We shot the proof of concept for Edie's movie. That's like Edie and Ian are co-directing a movie that Edie wrote. Alex Bliss is the DP. Um, it's for Brain Dead, And we shot like a six minute long um, little mini thing to go out with pitches so we can get more funding for it and we had an awesome day shooting and it was great and it was just very holistic i think the problem with like the pro the projects that i work on now is it's just like it's not holistic there's a real separation between the means of like where is the money coming from how much is it where how does the money even get made off of this right whereas here everyone is invested in the same amount and everybody understands everybody's like oh can we get breakfast or is there not enough money in the budget right and if there isn't enough money they're not going to be like are you kidding me sarah they're going to be like <laughs> they'll be like oh that makes sense then we'll just get our own breakfast because we are dedicated to the project and we understand how money works and that's it but on this other stuff like you'll just have like every team that needs gear ordered for them that goes through the production and it's sort of in their best interest to just order as much gear as they possibly can to cover their own ass because like you don't want to be the lighting person who's out there when the director's like oh we need this kind of light and you're like oh i didn't get that can't do it right so instead you just tell production no i need sixty thousand dollars worth of lights and if i say no we need less you're just like no that's what i need that's Couldn't all this be solved by sitting everyone down the day before being like, guys, there will not be coffee stirs. Yes. <laughs> this will suck. You're going to work overtime. I don't know when you will get paid. Like, everything is bad. I woke up in my pajamas yeah. 15 <laughs> minutes later. Totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm totally. just like you. Totally. I want to eat totally. lunch when you guys I want to eat lunch. <laughs> yes. God, fuck. No, I, that's what I thought. I had some early, early in my like last bad six months, some production experiences where I was like, hmm, that wasn't great, but I can see how it could be solved by just like really getting everybody on the same page. Let's have everybody understand, really communicate like the reality and the expectations. But just the more I do jobs, the more I'm like, that seems really hard to do if you're not working with people that you like really trust and have a relationship with. Right. Because it's just like when I'm talking to a DP and they're telling me that they need all this expensive gear that we don't have the budget for. It's almost as if I want to be like, and I can say this, like, okay, when you say you need this yeah. fourth filter for the lens Let's of the camera. Let's get real. What do you really Zero to ten. Like, you need it? And, like, if that was my homie, I think they'd be like, okay, you're right. Like, maybe I don't necessarily need this. Or, like, here's the list of yeah. priorities. But instead, they'll just be like, no, I just need it. I just need it. 
And like, I'm like, I don't have the relationship with you to be like, stop, stop. <laughs> you can't do this <laughs> to me. Don't trick me. Don't yeah, lie Yeah, don't to trick me. me. Like, work with me here. Well, it's like a negotiation, right? They're like, yeah. well, if Sarah represents all of the money that we can mm-hmm. get, why don't I push as far as possible? Yes. And make yeah. Sarah, and it's like, if I, if I push as far as, I, as possible, I will get what's possible. I will get like, obviously like a lesser version totally. of what I asked for. Totally. So I should just push as much so as possible. So I should possible. just push and like get the overage even and like, just like let this person just be annihilated by stress and anxiety that, you know, we've gone way over budget and it's their job to fix figure that out um but no then it's also crazy when people make these huge demands and they're like oh the lunch is bad well guess who like cut their budget the fucking production team yeah yeah talk to the lighting guy yeah talk why, to do, the why don't you go guy. eat the fourth filter yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly it was funny i helped load the trucks at the end of the shoot that i just did and there were certain things that i spent so much time like tracking down a really specific piece of gear that was necessary and i put them back on the truck and it was clear from the way that they were wrapped that they had like never been opened and i was like yeah that's why i fucking thought you didn't need that and <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, coming I, out of your paycheck but. i'm also not like a gearhead so it's like i get sent these insane lists of lighting gear camera gear grip gear and i'm like i don't actually know what all of it but i don't is. get it don't you, isn't it just like we have a hundred dollars for lights that's you tell it. them that you tell them that and they're not and they're like no psych we have 500 can you just be like this is too much we're <clears throat> taking some out yeah i've just literally been on shoots before where you'll say to a team you need to cut this in half and they'll just be like no we need all that no yeah and you're like, okay, well, I'm I'm fucked then. Like, I don't know. And you're just for some reason you are the and you can't say and you can't say psych no. Yeah, right? you can't say no back. I thought can't you say no? Aren't you the boss? Yeah, it's like you can say no, but ultimately people can refuse. It feels like everybody. Gets what do you mean their, they can refuse? You are the one who's like, ordering. I'm not going to make the cuts from the list, and like then you're just and you need to make the shoot happen, and it's like okay, the shoot's in, in 24 hours. But you're I like, I'm not going to give in. you the money. I can't like make the, the cuts myself. It's like the mom in the store with the with the. Yeah. It's like yeah. you get to buy one thing. Can yeah. you? Just, yeah. Can you just <laughs> look? You're the you're the the final you line of defense. You're the person putting in the order. You're like, listen. I'm not gonna put some of this stuff on the order. I'm gonna take it off at random. Yeah, I so mean, I guess you, you can do you that. You can either pick the stuff you want. I guess on you there. can do that, but then you feel like a failure too, because it's like it's the producer's job to like make it work. So when you're telling someone, that's also why I feel like you need a relationship with people, because um, when you're telling them, no, we can't do that or we can't have your vision, they have to be like, okay, I will take your feedback and like change what I'm doing. Because a lot of times they just refuse and they refuse. And it's just hard on a personal level. I'm sure there are producers who are that good at just being like, no, fuck you. But that's not me. Um, and so I'm just like, damn, fuck. Well, the, the gear house emailed me and they said we have 30 minutes to put the order in. And like, can you imagine me being like, all right, I'm just going to slash the gear list in half and then we'll show up on the shoot day and the shit you need isn't Find there. Find out what stuff was... Who's, who are they going to blame <laughs> for that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just too... It's too crazy. I can't even believe it's a job, so... Yeah, but like I was saying about the the Edie shoot, that was awesome. And like we're going to make that movie and I think that's going to be a great experience and I'm still down to do my friend stuff, but I'm like as a freelancer, I just don't think it really makes sense to continue down this road. It's bad for my health. It makes me feel like shit. I think that's I think that's fair. I mean, there's like a lot of stuff in animation that I refuse to do. Like what? I don't really want to work at like I mean, I kind of have done this, but I I've generally been very cautious about taking jobs at animation studios. Um, yeah. Just because, like, I know the culture is, like, a little crazy sauce. What it, What's the culture? I mean, I'm I'm kind of capping <coughs> because, like, I did take a lo- I did take a long job at an uh, animation studio, but I had heard about the culture at some of the, like, New York animation studios. Right, putting people on blast here. But 
um i had heard that people stay like really late yeah and i'm really like i'm i'm honestly very simple like i just am really anti working, working over time like i'm i'm like Beyond 6 p.m it ends like unless it's yeah. my project that i'm excited for maybe it's kind of an intrans- intransigent position to take but but yeah so for a while i was just like i'm not I don't want to do that. I don't, that's not a job I want. I don't want to go into like, I think working from home gives you a lot more latitude. So generally I've taken jobs where I can work from home. But when I moved here, I would like actively not look for jobs at certain studios. Cause I was like, I just know the culture there is like, you got to yeah. stay late. Yeah. And I was like, I just, I'm not do you, do but if you stay late, do you end the pr- earlier? Or it's just, they expect you to work. You just have like to work more hours. A week. Yeah. You just got to work more. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's over, <laughs> I don't know exactly how the like, yeah contracts are kind of meted out but i had a friend who worked at at a studio and he was just like yeah you're staying late every day because there's just like a lot of work to be done and and that's just kind of the culture there yeah so uh, so you know that it doesn't mean i don't want to be an animator but it but i'm like there are certain jobs that i won't take i mean i had a job at a at an ad agency where they were making me work late and i quit and i was like that's it i'm not taking another job like that yeah totally um so i think that's like it's reasonable to know what things you want to do and and still want to do the you can still want to be a producer but just know the kinds of things you. that's true and i think that's what it'll be but i just think that those two things mean that like i can't depend on producing them to make money which i definitely need to live in new york right and so i'm like i need to find another revenue stream because i'm in this state right now where it's like that's what how i make my money so if i'm not going to be taking all the jobs that get offered to me just on the fact of there i these are jobs i can do then i need to figure something else out mm. otherwise i can't really be that picky about it mm-hmm. yeah but it's funny to be like applying for a job a, a big reuse <laughs> and then in my inbox i have these emails about like oh do you want to like come and produce this big budget movie not not like big budget movie but you know sure like, expensive things where like 100 yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just being like no i think i'm gonna go work for 15 dollars an hour at like a store um that sells old t-shirts um <laughs> But that's what I want to do. I mean, who knows if they'll even hire me. Um, but big I reuse, just, if you're listening, big reuse, please. I love please the store. I love the store. I'm there all the time. I love it she so much. She wants to be a yes woman. Yes, can say yes to people's dreams. Literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah, I hate in producing when like we're hiring someone who wants like a little bit more money, and I can't just be like, yeah, sure, because it's like, what's fifty dollars more a day? 200 bucks like yeah if you need that sure i want to just give it to you and also Probably that's like 200 bucks and then there's a fourth filter on the line yes exactly you gotta get the microphone yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's ass so well i hope you i hope yeah i hope you figure it out it's me too sarah yeah me too because i feel also the annoying thing is like i've been learning so much about producing that there's a is a part of me that's like oh take another job even one that doesn't seem that great because like now I'll I know more and I can like right you feel like you're growing yeah but I'm like I think I don't really want to grow anymore in this direction like I just don't think it's really suited to me I find Mm. it yeah I also saw someone post on Instagram recently being like someone in the film industry producers should not take gigs where they know that the crew is gonna have to like be exploited you know like oh and now you feel like you have a a some responsibility responsibility. yeah but it's really hard from the outset. To be able to tell, it seems like how everyone gets be. exploited on every film set. Yeah, and also the standards are strange because it's like if if you mean just shoots where people don't get commercial rates, that's a lot of shoots. Like, yeah, right. yeah, commercials are different than. Yeah, but what if everyone stuff? loves the project? Yeah, and exactly. They believe in the exactly, mission. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah. But Do you have a keen enough eye where you can just look at the budget and look at the scope of the project like right away and be like, they will be exploited. 
I feel like some of the things are hard where like you'll be given a budget and be told like oh this is a one day shoot and you're like oh that's a good budget for a one day shoot and the one day shoot becomes like oh we had to add another day and a half and you're like okay and there's a budget more and they're like no and you're like oh okay great well now it's exploitative <laughs> like mm. yeah um, so, so at first it's not exploitative but then you and then suddenly you're yes. breaking the Instagram law totally or suddenly they'll be like actually we do need to do this sag and that adds all these costs we actually do need to do this like with a payroll service and like yeah what's the difference between what you kind of do oh my god oh you know what it is there is a fucking noise gate. There's a noise gate. Wow, Kay, you have a keen ear. There's a fucking noise gate. I put a noise Damn. gate and I never took it off. Kay knows a noise gate anywhere. Well, lucky for you guys, there won't be a noise gate on the uh, on the actual podcast. On the yeah. recording. See? What's a noise gate? A noise gate is something... <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Took out the noise a gate. gate. Um, Thanks for saying that, Kay. It was a noise gate. It was a noise gate. It won't. It won't be on the actual podcast because there's only a noise gate on the uh, on the stream. So if you're listening now, you can listen again. I see Brian in the chat says, "Hell yeah, I love Big Reviews. It is the best thrift store, best store in New York. I love it, and the people there seem to be having fun." Okay, now it's not in and out anymore. Okay, now it shouldn't be. In and out. Man, I forgot to take the noise gate. I put it in <coughs> when I was. Uh, in fact, if you listen to the last episode, the sound's pretty ass because I was on my computer and there was a lot of like noise in the back. So yeah. I put in the noise. My gate. voice sounds really low. Huh? <laughs> well, you're not even in the last oh, episode. Oh, the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what What's the difference between what you the producing you do and the producers who are like in big offices and in suits in Hollywood and they're, yeah, they're yeah, never yeah. on the set. Yeah. They're like, what, I'm a producer. What like, did Harvey Weinstein yeah. do? Yeah. Well, that's like there's executive producers and they're the ones who like get the funding for the movies. And so those are the like real head honcho people. And then also if you're working on like a big project, you would have like 10 different types of producers working on something like a producer who specifically just oversees the budget. And then you have like creative producers who work with the director to align the vision with the budget. And then you have like production coordinators who handle the scheduling of all the vehicles and picking up the gear. Oh, I like, like that. I like all yeah. the different roles. Yes. <laughs> so, but now you're just like not one producer. Like, yeah. Yes. The projects you're all, on. And it's just like unbelievable the range of stuff between like finding somebody a water bottle, like, uh, yeah, and I don't know, getting uh, workers' compensation to cover everybody's ass. And yeah, yeah. it's an insane amount of things. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks ass. Yeah. No, it's terrible. And something that's kind of corny that's just like a small thing is I just really want to be, I like being part of a team. And I like be feeling in community with people and being like, yeah. we're all in this together. And like, like, I just... what the best part of making art. Yes, people. totally. Yeah. And the best part of doing work, I feel like, is to just be like, let's figure this out. But I, everything I've worked on recently has been like, so Sarah, how are you going to figure this out? Um, and it just... It no one's like on shit. your team. Yes. And it feels like no one's on my team. And uh, at Big Reuse, I can tell they got a team like energy. Big Reuse, if you're listening to this, you have, <laughs> I can tell from your mission that you have this team and I want to be a part of it. <laughs> and I will bring all the power that I have to it. And I'll bring all my friends into the store. I f No, I feel you. And I know. And just to bring it back to the thing I do, but like, like I like to be, there's something nice about just being an employee. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this. Yes. You clock in, clock out. You're like, I'm not responsible for the project. You bill for your time. I bill yeah. for my time. I made the drawings. I yeah. don't want to be the big guy here. Totally. Yeah. And it's funny because like, I'll just be on set and I'll see, like, I'm always jealous of the art department. That seems like so much fun. The people that like dress the set. 
and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are just like painting a table or something and probably getting paid the same amount as me because you don't get a lot to produce things at this level. Um, and I'm like, wow. And you just have one focus. It's just like putting little butterflies up on the wall. And That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like cool stuff. Lighting some candles to give an effect. Yeah. Plating the spaghetti on the dinner table so it looks good. Yeah. yeah. So focused. I just want to be like focused in on something that you can do well rather than just be like running around like you're on fire like handling a thousand so, things so you're gonna quit but you're still gonna help us produce our movies yes right, Sarah? absolutely <laughs> our next simple town no, movie i'm gonna treat you like a producer Damn, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. yeah no it's funny to then to go back to working with my friends we're like working on like ian's movie all the time i'd be like all right so i'll send out these emails and ian would just be like no i'll just do them or like i'll help you figure out what we're gonna order for lunch or something and i'd be like oh ian doesn't even necessarily know like he doesn't even know that, that, that that's he, my job yeah. to do that <laughs> so. he doesn't understand Marissa is saying that she did art department and ultimately also sucked. Damn, what is a good job then? I don't know. I think, I think movies and TV seem like Movies and TV are bad. It seems like ass to me. Yeah. Unless you're the actor. If you're the actor. If you're the actor. Or the writer. Honestly, those are the only good jobs. <sighs> yeah. Those are good jobs. I heard the actors talking on the set of this music video and they were just like, oh, what a little adventure this is. Oh my we're God. We're on an adventure. It's <laughs> 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 like, man, I wish I felt that way. They're like enjoying the fall foliage. <laughs> you don't feel like in retrospect, you'd be like, wow what a crazy thing that was mm, i do think it was crazy but yeah. like in a positive way wow uh, remember how when i was young i did all this crazy yeah. shit i got yelled at totally i, I do think that projects. i also think it's hard like as i get sent things to produce and i like look at the pitch decks and i'm like oh this is so exciting like somebody's movie like yeah. i want to do it even though i have to be like no remember what it's actually like though you're not even in the room while they're filming the scenes so none of this even matters yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. It so is that's all that. It is such a, a thing about life that they don't tell you about when you're a kid, which is that you can achieve your dreams and end up doing the thing you want to do, but it but it actually sucks ass and you yes. realize you don't you can be wrong. You, you don't like it yes. doing it. And that yes. they never tell you that as a kid. Yes. They always say like follow your dreams don't let your ships rot in the harbor yes, like yes, go out yes, do the thing yes, you want to do yes. and then you can do that and it's and you realize it sucks and it brings you yes a, it's uh, not what you displeasure thought. and sadness rather than happiness. I, I still like animating though that's awesome there you go they said there don't you let go. your ships rot in the harbor because you're from the boston area um yeah no that's funny i keep being haunted by just thinking about this like don't give up don't give up like how people always that's right. a credo and i'm like why not can't you can't you i want to just give up well there's <laughs> another you know there's the self-care you could be self-care vibes yeah self-care quit 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 yes so that's what's up yeah it's yeah. insane when i think about you and then i think about the job you do and i like it seems almost like you're it seems like you were designed in a lab in some ways to have qualities that are diametrically opposed to what needs to be done one million mean, percent really detail oriented straightforward non-avoidant yeah 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 attentive constantly attentive um well no it's funny i'll say one more thing about it which is that it's funny also being on set and feeling like and part of this is probably a projection just because the job is hard but just feeling like everyone's kind of annoyed with me i'm not really getting to be like friends with anybody and i'm like gosh you don't know in my regular life people like me and i'm like <laughs> a nice person <laughs> people are friends with and uh only here am i just like some little goblin that everybody <laughs> hates yeah so 
I don't know. But Sarah's going to help us produce our TV Scary show that's going to be in Argentina. Movie. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I can't wait. Because it's more affordable. And I can't wait to go back. I just <laughs> got back yesterday. I wanted to tell oh, yeah. you about my trip. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have questions. What yep. are your questions? Was um, that was that selfish of me to? I yeah. just felt like you know what we covered my thing. Yeah, um, Sam, you got the you. I'm I'm looking down. You have a notebook and it's page. It's wall to wall filled with text, <laughs> yeah, and I can only thing. imagine what you wrote. I've about already said all this stuff. <laughs> 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 no, so how was Argentina? I'm gonna open up broadly so we can oh. you can say the thing you want to talk about. I can intuit it and ask you questions, but then I have some. Ones oh, now I'm feeling like up. I want to jump off this topic. Okay, <laughs> not like jumping off. Were you cool there? Um, I think sometimes I was cool, but I think sometimes I wasn't. They don't value animation there like they do here. They don't value comedy. I think they I already said comedy. this. <laughs> Wait, I just was. I just couldn't be funny. I said this already. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not saying like, okay, look, you know. If you're listening, you're like, well, Felipe, he's not that funny. But I can, I'm funny with my friends, and I wasn't funny in Argentina at all. I couldn't, I couldn't dive. Like I got back here, and I was hanging out with Will, and we were just making jokes. And I was like, oh, it's because in English, I know ten ways to say one thing, or I know the word mm-hmm. to describe this. Whereas in Spanish, I have to like think about it, think about it. And then also, I would try to make jokes, and they just wouldn't land. And I was mm. like, you don't get it. This is. I'm being funny right now. Mm. I'm being really funny. So but you were putting the the locus of conflict externally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you don't get it. But even <laughs> even if you weren't Correct. funny, you can still be like people can still read you as sort of like cool and hip or like in the know or like that you've attached your identity to cool stuff. Did they feel that about this? You? I don't. I don't know. I I don't okay. know what people thought about me. I think some people seem to like like the stuff yeah. I did, but uh, but. Also, I've, I also had a lot of moments where I felt like people just did not give a shit. Like, I'd go in somewhere and be like, oh, people are going to be interested in, this, in, like, what I do. I, like, I met, there was a girl who was, when I went to elementary school, I was friends with this boy. And his sister is now, like, makes films. And I, like, knew her growing up. So I, like, went up to her and I was like, tell me about your movie. And I was, like, asking her all these questions because I knew she made cool films. And I was like, and then she didn't ask me a single question. I was like, you don't want to know about the fucking thing I do. So in that case, I was like, that's do funny. not care that's whether I live or die. They don't that's care. That's true. Yeah. I feel this way about if someone, if I were to meet someone who was just like visiting, you know, New York for like two months or whatever, or a month, it's like, well, how much time am I really going to give to getting to know Totally. This you think yeah. that people are like, oh, they would like you because you make art. But it's like, yeah. no. They like you because they you made art that they saw and that yeah. you could give them something and that yes. you're part of a social scene where they like know you. And I was like, I don't have any of those things. I'm just like a guy who makes cartoons here. No one cares about me. They don't know who my friends are. They've never seen me before. They've never seen my cartoons. They don't cartoons. know who my friends are. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know my friend Sarah's a producer. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so no, I, I didn't. I felt I felt actually like I was more empty-handed than I thought I would hmm. be. Hmm. Even even though you have the little EDs on your phone and you could show them, it's too. all the stuff I do is in English, and for a lot of people, that just doesn't read. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Like if I was a DP and I could show someone like what I That'd made, that would yeah. make a difference. Yeah. Or if I could make, but it's like oh, the stuff I make looks kind of like frivolous, and they don't understand. That's it. funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, did that feel powerful? You're like I'm nobody. Land. I'm nothing. No, it made me feel sad. Oh. <laughs> there were some people. I, I I hung out with one person who seemed like really interested, and I mean, I, I was interested in what they did too. So it was, you know, it was reciprocal. But I was like, oh, this person like gets what I'm doing, and they like it. That's cool. But it was not, not the rule. Did you want to come back in the end, or do you wish that you were there for three more months? I kind of wanted to stay. 
Why? But I, no, I was happy to, I felt both. I was happy to come back because I was kind of lonely, but I was like, I wish I could just stay. Why did you feel that way? I don't know. Huh. I was having a, I liked it. I liked being there. Did you realize something about your life here in New York City, living there? I don't know. I think I realized I needed time away from my friends, honestly. Mm. Yeah. I was like, man, I, yeah. It was like nice to kind of be away. Yeah. Yeah. What are you texting, Sarah? Who are you um, texting? My roommate texted me. What about? About a shirt that she loaned me that she needs back. And I always, I get triggered with anxiety by like, uh, keeping track of stuff. I'm so disorganized that I'm like, I better answer this right away. So uh, it's okay uh, that uh, you're texting during the show I'm because you're triggered. See, yeah. even, <laughs> even if, even that giving you anxiety indicates that you shouldn't be. A you know how many shirts are involved? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have hundreds of shirts. Hundreds of shirts. You got background actors. Each of them needs a shirt. What the fuck? Uh, oh, yeah. by the no, way, I'm listening. Kay asked about the hard drive. I got the hard drive. Two hours before I went to the airport. Yeah, It came in. Wow. So it was worth it. That's and, Sam wow. said. And I had to pay a FedEx guy $73 in like fines. In, oh, not in like so, so the the, the the Not bribe money. No, the, uh, the customs kept it. And every day that it was kept in their warehouse, I was getting charged. That's psychotic. And I was like, let me have it. And they were like, That's no, no, psychotic. no. By the way, we're putting the cost of keeping this on you. That's psychotic. So I ended How up, can they do that? And then the, with no intention of ever giving it to you? <laughs> right. They could just drive up the cost. Right. There's, they are incentivized to keep it for as long as possible to turn a profit. Yes. And in fact, crazy that they gave it to me day of that I was leaving. It's yeah. almost like they knew. Yes. So there That's you go. weird. Yeah. But I have it back. And what did you learn from that? (laughs) That I should never, you just do not, Argentina specifically, do not send like valuable things to Argentina. I'm going to (laughs) say Latin America. Don't send valuable (laughs) things in the mail to Latin America. I don't know if the rest of Latin America is like this, but I'm just, I'm willing to go on a limb. Specifically a valuable thing. They clock, they're like, this is a hard drive. It probably has little EDs on it. Yeah. Yeah, This is chock full of little EDs. Yeah, 10, 15 little unreleased (laughs) EDs. I think it was because it was an electronic. Yeah. It was electronic. Mm. But then I talked to my uncle and he was like, yeah, I've had this problem with like a book. I sent a book to Argentina and got stuck. Wow. You know, so it's just like, just do not send. Wow. Do not send. I Are they allowed to open your box up and look in it? That's what they That's do? That's a good question. They, no, they, the guy asked me at FedEx, he's like, what is this? And I said, it's a hard drive. And then he wrote that down. I should have said, it's like little knickknacks. Yeah. It's caramels. something so worthless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, your dad says, please say fuck FedEx. <laughs> fuck FedEx. Fuck yeah. FedEx. Yeah. They really didn't help us. I hope yeah. they give us our money back because I spent like 300 bucks to get that delivered that's and they did horrible. not do anything to like to mitigate that yeah, yeah that's horrible yeah Ugh. so damn well the guy on my end of things he was really sweet he was like, <laughs> he was like 17 <laughs> years old <laughs> yeah and then i was paying the fedex guy and i thought should i like get mad at this guy but i was like this is just a delivery man he yeah doesn't, he doesn't need to know the whole story <laughs> i'll tell him he doesn't need to know. I was because they made us pay. They made us pay. And what it was, it was 23,000 pesos, which I was like, hadn't done the math. I was like, I don't know how much money that is. I'm going to need to go to my calculator later on to find out yeah. how much I paid him. And I was just like counting out this money. And I was laughing, laughing, laughing. Like he was just Damn. in front of me. And I was just cackling while I counted this money. And I was like, I wonder if, if he's going to ask me why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you curious? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the Joker <laughs> down the stairs. <laughs> wow. So my final question is, what would you suggest to a young animator listening to this <laughs> podcast who wants to take a trip to Argentina? 
Um, remember to bring your hard drive if you want to work there. Yes. And yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. I don't know. I, I'm sorry that I, 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 I served it and then I didn't, there wasn't anything specific that I wanted to say. I just had a good time and I wish I could have stayed. Yeah. But I also, I'm glad to be back. Can I did bri- miss my friends. Can you bring the good times back with you? No. There's nothing I can bring back from there that. Mm. But the city's really beautiful. We should all go. Buenos Aires is like a, such a beautiful city. Just like incredible. I want to go. Incredible. I, I want to make a television show there. I was like, wow. I, I wish that. It just is just beautiful. Damn. And it can't be. It's like just beautiful in ways that New York is not beautiful. Wow. And it's affordable to eat at the restaurants. Yeah. Damn. Really affordable. I just want to be eating at restaurants all the time. Me too. I ate so <laughs> in so <laughs> many restaurants. Damn. That sounds fun. Yeah. 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 Do I look like I gained weight from eating at restaurants and meat? No. I look the same. You look the same. I can't tell. Yeah, you look the same <laughs> to me. Okay. <laughs> Sam said I can't tell. <laughs> wait, maybe. stand up. Wait, maybe. Oh, m- <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, can I say something? You may, you may. Um, I was late for the podcast. That's why we got a late start this morning because I'm sleepy because I'm taking an antidepressant that I started. <gasps> Which one? I'm on Lexapro still. Well, but listen to this. Okay. And it makes me, it makes me kind of tired, but it also just makes me like, as soon as I lay down, I can fall asleep in 30 seconds. That's good. Yeah. Which Positive. is kind of nice, but I, I'm just like obsessed with sleep. I love being asleep and I get really vivid dreams. I posted at this on, on you Instagram. You are generally obsessed with sleep or now that you're taking this? When I'm on, I like sleep anyway, but now I'm just like, oh my gosh, the release of sleep. Like, and it comes to me and it's so like boundless and I can just sleep forever. Wow. Um, it's very appealing. Um, well, we don't want you sleeping forever. Yeah, I know. That's scary. Um, but and I get my dreams are really vivid and I've lost my um what's it called my power to lucid, lucid dream, dream. I've lost you my lost lucid it dream. because yes. of the antidepressants the antidepressants I don't lucid dream because I sleep so deeply um that I don't lucid dream I, but I have really vivid dreams including um this dream I had that Felipe was working on the video that I was last producing and he was complaining about being underpaid and he was animating the title sequences and I was like how much are you getting paid and he said a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> but I said only a hundred thousand yeah only a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and I was so angry because I had been working so hard and I was like he's on his computer for like two hours just like animating a title sequence like fuck this um so I have these really like realistic dreams um but I talked to my doctor and he's now giving me a second pill i'm now gonna take wellbutrin because that's oh, supposed that's to the like classic that brings you back up bring you back up and which is just i don't know it's just wild to be on the phone with the doctor and have them be like all right we'll just give you another pill let's just add some more shit to the mix yeah and maybe finally you'll feel like you love your life and it you really take them is both you take them both Whoa. it really is true that psychiatrists you tell them the thing that you want yeah and they ask you like four questions and they're like yeah the thing you want is it's the correct one to want yes and you can go a different time and say actually i think this is a it would be better if i had this other thing and they're like yeah you're correct that's the other thing is totally for you. exactly i'm always like don't you want to fucking test my blood or something yeah. like what the hell this is science just my inclination on this day and it was funny because they prescribed me this new drug on a day where i was feeling so avoidant that like i have just phone appointments and i was just gonna avoid the phone appointment just get in the shower and pretend i forgot it but i just incidentally was like no i should just talk to him (laughs) and so i did and then i got a new drug and it just feels very i just random 
if because of America's health system, healthcare system, it should be a la carte. Like you yes. should just be like, well, I kind of want this, and they're like, okay, great. Well, that's what you're gonna get because yeah, you're but you want to be, but you want to be assessed. You want someone to be like, this is what's gonna make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're like in charge of your own thing, you're like, what if I'm fucking it up? I don't totally. even need the magic of of science to like be be pulled over my eyes. I'm happy with like the customer. Per customer uh, provider of service relationship where I go, yes. I want this thing. And then they go, okay. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like you have a different approach to drugs where you want them for really specific things. Yeah, like the things a machine. T- it's like to sleep, to focus, but it's like an antidepressant patch. is way more complicated because it's like... They not don't even be- know how they work, really. Not being <laughs> depressed. It's a, it's a constellation of functions. Totally. Yeah, it's just funny. I'm like, at what point will the psychiatrist ever be like, why don't you try changing the conditions of your life? Sounds like you don't like your job. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just those things, they, you can't do that. That's the therapist does that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not anti-pills and stuff, so I'm happy to try it, you know? Like, and I just took my first one this morning. Well, tell me how the Bilbutrin is. I'll let you know. Yeah. That's what Gabby's on, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I'm on the combo. I'm on the drug cocktail. You're <laughs> the I love cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. You go a to a restaurant's got a big cocktail menu full of yeah. things you never heard of. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that's new with me? That's cool. Man, it's cold here. It was getting it's cold. I was in Argentina. It was getting warm, and now it's cold yeah. here. Yeah, but it's kind of nice, right? I feel like the last couple falls, it's just been like hot all fall, and then it's suddenly yeah. wintertime. This is like the old world, the, what I remember from when I was a kid. That in, in the before in times. Yes. <laughs> it used to make chili in October. Times. And it is. Yeah, it better snow this year. Watch it be like 90 degrees next well, week. Well, Will told me it's going to be hot today. It's, it's going to be, I think, tomorrow, and the next day it's going to be like in the 70s, mid 70s. All right, that's okay. You think that's okay? I think that's okay. Did it rain a lot because of the hurricane? I guess so. Who knows why it does what Sarah, does. Sarah, yeah. make sure to put on your gloves before you go outside. <laughs> That's a memory of Sarah's that she has from fall. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's um, in the mid-60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just remember like when you're a kid and you have your Halloween costume and you have your brilliant idea and you love your little outfit and then it's like your parents are like, actually, it's cold outside though, so you need to put a jacket on. And you're like, yeah. no! Yeah. Not over the costume. You, they should have had compression underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And now kids underwear. have to wear s- swimsuits now because it's so hot and we're sexualizing them. <laughs> 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 yeah. They have to wear tight little thongs. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. What else, Sam? You got an update for us about it? Yeah, you haven't come up with any updates. Um, Open up the little notebook and tell us what's on that your mind. Golden so get this. Notebook. Kanye yeah. West oh, is beefing yes. with Gabriella Karifa Johnson. What uh, happened? Over the White Lives Matter runway debacle. Okay, now you're going to explain this to me. At the Paris, oh Paris Fashion what Week. What is that? Yeah. So Kanye West, he did a whole line, I guess, for the, for the Yeezy collection of this fall okay at paris fashion week that whole was debuted. line and in it some of the runway models including sella who is <laughs> who is who's that? Laura, lauren hill's <laughs> who's daughter the, okay. who walked the runway she and other models wore these shirts that said white lives matter on them now i saw those photos and i thought if i was a model and they put that shirt on me i would be like what is going on is there anything else that i could wear yeah can i is there anything else on the rack can i wear a dress or can i wear oh this doesn't fit quite right (laughs) and then i'm like were they because they clearly i'm sure they were not cool with it initially right 
I guess, but did someone convince us? I feel like if you're a model, you're allowed to be like, "This is a work of art," and I don't know exactly what the implication. I just think there's limits. Yes, I think there. Everyone has a limit, and I I cannot imagine that they were they were like cool, right? No, no, they were probably like, "What the fuck?" Only Kanye (laughs) would get why that's like it. It only makes sense in his head. I just feel like most people would not be like, "Let's do this shirt." No, definitely not. But well so so too do you, does <laughs> Gabriella Carifa Johnson so too does <laughs> who is one of the editors at Vogue magazine okay. and a black woman and she was like this is not good she was kind of live live theorizing about it on her stories uh, so she had yeah. not written a piece about it even. live she, theory she was sort of like, like this Aging is awful theory. but yeah. here let me just try and riff around with some ideas i've heard about auto theory but not about live theory on stories yeah well it, well it was kind of off the cuff you know sure. that kind of feeling and then kanye sees her stories and puts her on blast <sighs> says and then people my yeah. 18 million followers why don't you go harass this person and then that got a big backlash from did people really go cuz i feel like i feel like even if i was a ride or die i would just be like i'm sitting this one out why would i go harass I this person i think some people were pissed yeah at her no at kanye i mean i'm sure i mean yes. i'm i'm saying if i was a ride or die for him and he was like go harass this person i'd be like you know what i love kanye but i don't know about I'm this i'm not going to harass i don't know about this one yes this yeah. one I'm going to sit Leave this one out. out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll decide on the next one. Well, the next one, we'll see if I <laughs> harass the person. This one, sitting it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, guns staying in the holster. Yeah. yeah. I, well, he, I think, eventually kind of apologized. And sort of, and to the extent that Kanye apologizes for stuff. And he kind of walked back. He posted a thing of her picture. And she was like, Gabby and I are our sister. She's my sister. We 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 met. We had dinner. We talked about it. Did he walk back we the disagreed. shirt? Was he like, that shirt? I was being out of no, pocket. He, I'm sorry. He didn't walk back the shirt thing. Did he explain it? I don't know. Because I saw it and I was like, I don't get this. I don't understand. I don't this. know. Do you, think, do you think we should try and explain it? It's like... <laughs> What is it that they say in that Will Ferrell movie? It's provocative. and What's the Will Ferrell movie? Uh, Zoolander? Yeah. Oh, but it's provocative, and that's why people like it. Oh, he was being yeah. provocative. Yeah. yeah. He samples that for one of they his songs. They sample that yeah. in one of the Kanye songs. Really? One of the Kanye yes. songs with Jay-Z. Yeah. Oh, okay, you've that. unlocked it. Exactly. You really, yeah, you've drawn it out for me while he totally. did that. I'll play it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely saw that one. I was like, this one's pretty crazy. And yeah. I, I couldn't understand it. Yeah. If I was him, I would not have done that. Me too. But that's why I'm not him. Me too. Yeah, it's, it's true. I asked Gabby whether, what do you think Kanye's primary lens of self-identification is? Like a black man, an artist, a like entrepreneur. Like what's his most important hat that he puts on? And what did she say? And... I think she, she said, she I said, don't know. She said, <laughs> she said she didn't know, but then she was like, I don't probably know an artist oh, I see. or like a, you know, like a kind of creator genius, but I don't think he, he lent, wears the lens or the cap of race as much as is that true? other people want him to or something. Mm, or I think, yeah, he resents that. Right. Yeah. And he, yeah, I don't know. I think he likes to be controversial and I think he's kind of, um, like on the level two or something maybe where he's like just as being reactionary to like oh, status quo. He's not level three yet. Yeah. But I don't know. I really think 
Yeah, I I don't totally want to get into like discussing Kanye stuff because I feel like that's like pretty far out of my lane. But you know how he kind of has this complex about like being a god and like being above everybody. And sure, sure. Yeah, I just think it makes so much sense to me. I'm like, of course you feel that way. You're one of the most famous people that's ever lived. Like uh, someone that not so much anymore, but at a certain point in his career, he was like greatest rapper of all time. You know, like he is treated like he is a god, and then he just kind of like creates work now from the perspective of just like fuck everything and i do whatever i want yeah for sure and it that makes sense to me yeah i guess it does make sense well, y- you heard it first kanye on raising man arena being level two Ca- yes Ca- <laughs> being level two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay so that's kanye and then i have a question this is really directed at sarah but Felipe, you can jump in which is do you identify as being blonde? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, I finally got my hair back to brown. There's a couple little wisps of yellow in it if you're not watching on the video. Um, and I don't like it. I was so excited to see it back at brown. I was like, I hope, I bet it'll look beautiful. And I just think it looks boring. And I, I think I'm going to bleach it back. And then I really? will continue. It has, a, it's, it has a beautiful body Thank to you. it. Thank you. You know, because, I mean, I actually like your blonde. Yeah, but the like trade-off is that the blonde is like, you know, the hair is a little drier. Whereas That's now I'm right. seeing your roots and they're really like, they have a nice sheen to totally. them. Totally. The blonde so. hair does become a little straw-like in texture. Um, but... I just think the brown looks boring. Yeah. I like the way the yellow looks. Let me look at you. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'm so used to seeing you blonde that like the brown, it's like, it's almost as if I didn't, it's like, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. I also have a bad, I've been cutting my own hair for so long and I've like lost, you know, if you start cutting your hair, you can just follow the haircut you had, but it's been so long since I've gotten a real haircut, the like different length, it just doesn't make any sense what's going on and I need to do something about it, but I have to go to the dentist first. Wait, 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 but so if you got a nice haircut, you wouldn't I think need to it be might blonde? look better. I think I might be happier with it. I think it's a combination of like I miss the blonde and also my haircut doesn't make any sense. So. I think I think you should get a haircut first and then figure yeah, out yeah, if yeah. you want to be blonde. Of course. Yeah. No, yeah. but I I think it looks nice. Like I'm uh, now I'm looking at your roots and I'm like, oh, they look so healthy. Ah. Uh, and like shiny. So healthy. Yeah. What about your haircut, Sam? Do you identify <laughs> as blonde? <laughs> um I gave myself a stupid haircut a couple days ago. No, I think it looks looks cute. You look cute. You look cute. Little moon. He's cute. I thought I was like, this will look punk. But then sometimes you get the haircut and you give yourself a haircut and it doesn't achieve the effect you want. You know? You're like, "Um, I'm almost 30. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still almost 30. Yeah. Um, But I identify as blonde. But my hair is unequivocally brown. Me too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when I was a kid, it was blonde. So and when no, you're your no, your hair is kind of blonde. Honestly, it's like dark, dark. It's on the dirty side of blonde. Oh yeah. But no, but I kind of see what you mean by thinking that you're blonde. Yeah, yeah. But when it was a kid, it was blonde for sure. And when a kid is when you're forming important, Ooh, you think you are, yeah, your identity yeah. and stuff like that, and you attach your identity to important things like your hair color and yes. stuff like that. Does yes. anybody ever ask you how old you are and then you think like, I'm seven? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because when you're a kid, you think yes. a lot about how old yes. you are. You're like, yes. I'm seven. Yes. No, I'm eight. Yes. And I can't yes. wait to be 10. And so you ever <laughs> go back and yes. it's like, I'm seven. They're like, okay. Yes. I definitely feel <laughs> Step like... Step slowly away like, from you. I feel like I think it's like 2020. I found... I, 
we were desperately searching for coffee on the shoot this weekend and we were shooting at a bar and the bar man gave me coffee they found in the back and it had expired in 2016 and I was having to evaluate whether or not to make it um and I was like 2016 that was like four years ago right and I was like wow it's like almost seven. I still like I still think like the 90s that was 10 years yes, ago right exactly no, yeah. 20, no. 20 years ago no no um so anyway the Super Mario movie's coming out Felipe's got I'm, I'm issues with that. I have my own point of view about the Super Mario movie. Oh well, let's let's hear it. What is your opinion about? Did it? Did you see the poster? No. Everyone's saying Mario's got no ass. Yeah, they're all saying he's got no ass. They did him dirty. Let yeah. me see if I can find it. No, I just think it's. In, I I don't have anything polemical to say about it, but just I just find it interesting because I think out of all of the Nintendo games, Mario is the one where every design design decision design decision is made to like bolster gameplay if you think about mario it makes no sense he's like a plumber and he's got this princess somehow yeah like okay zelda it's like okay medieval he's kind of an elf he's saving a princess like it all kind of works but here it's like okay there's like turtles and then there's mushrooms yeah and all of those things were designed basically when the video game was made all of those design decisions are like made to make the game legible like the fact that he's red so he's more legible that way and there's like this pipe mechanic in this game so they're like well he's a plumber because of this pipe mechanic and like the characters the way the character's head looks is meant to tell you whether or not you can jump on them so there's characters that have like a soft head and then there's turtles so that tells you that if you jump on them like they're not going to die right away like or they have spikes on their shell so like every Every choice in the game has to do with gameplay, not with any kind of storyline narrative. Yeah. Um, and they should have made a movie of um, Luigi's Haunted Mansion. That has way more of a story. That has, Luigi what has is that story. <laughs> well, he goes into a mansion and it's haunted, and he's scared. <laughs> At least you get an inter- Luigi's interiority. You could not yeah. tell me what Mario's thinking about when he's like jumping on a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like what are you fucking yeah. thinking about? Yeah, he has no. Link has interiority. Even Donkey Kong makes kind of sense. He's in the jungle. He eats bananas. He jumps into barrels. That one's maybe a little bit weird, but he, at least it, aesthetically, it's like cohesive. Mario makes no sense. I'm like, why would you make a movie? Like, I just don't think. I just, I, it, it, it's just one of those things. It doesn't need to be made. Yeah, he's iconic though, for sure. He's such an icon. <laughs> Do people? Do kids care about Mario today, though? Yeah, because there's like still Mario games being made that are very popular. Really? And they're yeah. good. They're good. Mario, Mario Party is just such a classic, that is fun a game. Good ass yeah. game. Besides, ass game. what kids like has no bearing on what movies get made. <laughs> movies get made for people like us, for millennials. Yeah. You know? Kids don't mm. have any money, so they realize that. <laughs> it's not their game yeah. anymore. Why are, they, why are they remaking Beavis and Butthead? It's not for kids. Mm. Yeah not even for teenagers but don't don't kids make their parents take them to the movies that's and stuff? right kids yes, don't know what right. they like <laughs> kids don't know what they like they just see i was just thinking about like this movie bros where everyone on twitter was like no one's going to see bros this like a repudiation of this lgbt movie and i was like honestly i haven't seen an ad for it I like, I think, (laughs) I think I have not seen an ad for it yet. I'm like, honestly, when people don't go see a movie, my theory is just that no one knows about it. Not enough money was put into marketing. Yeah. I, I'm really skeptical of the idea that like culture makes decisions based on like taste. I'm just like, 
people will go see something if they've seen three ads for it and yes, their friend is yes, like, I want to see yes, it. Yes, yes. It just takes another person to be like, that thing that's like in your brain subconsciously that you've come to recognize. Yeah. Yeah. So Bros, I don't. Let's go. So I think people are going to go see the Mario movie and I should, I have still haven't seen an ad for Bros. Yes. But now that I saw about it on Twitter, I'm like, I kind of want to go see it to see what it even is. Yes. Why I'm not getting ads for it. Why I'm not getting ads for it. Why no one's, why is no one seeing this movie? Yeah. So does that? Do you like what I said about Mario? I no, did. I think that's I interesting. I that's interesting. You realize? I mean, it's sort of like maybe tangentially tied to the producer thing. But once you start trying to make television, you realize that there's all these decisions about how television gets made or how movies get made that have nothing to do with what you think they would be about as a child watching and enjoying television for the first time. And I think that the the video game producing trying to make Mario into a video game is a good example of that where you're like oh it's actually there's gameplay mechanics that have dictated why these characters look the way they totally are. well in the poster Mario is standing in the middle of a street of some sort of toad city and there's toads everywhere um, so already it's like he's human but then there's toads yeah. I don't know yeah. and there's a store to the left and it says antiques and the word antiques is written in pixelated font why? It's because it's a reference to the fact that Mario used to be 8-bit. However, in this poster, everything is 3D and high fidelity. That's funny. Why is the word antiques written in pixelated font? <laughs> it does not fit the identity of that world. That's right. A world of toads, they would write it by hand or they would paint it. Suddenly, antiques is written in pixelated font. And what is the antique store selling? Power-ups. It's setting, selling like the little things that Mario would grab to... Be, to get power-ups. Are they pixelated? They are pixelated too. But so don't, you think that, don't you think that's funny because it's an antique? Oh, that's the joke. Still, still, that is so wow, convoluted. show your ass. That is, I did show not get ass. that, but he that is... Get it. That is he didn't get it. He wow. admitted it. He no. admitted it. He didn't get it. I admit it. Honestly, <laughs> I admit it. Got him. Still, that's convoluted. Let me just him. put up the poster that's so people brilliant. can see and it. Sam, you are an astute student of the cinema. Um. Yeah, reading all the symbols and the semiotics. That's beautiful. Wait, that is honestly okay. Wait, let's put this. Let's put this. That, shit up. But that would be the kind of thing that, as a child, would freak me out to have like illogic consistencies in a world was scary to me. Freak you out? Yeah, yeah. like I really got to meet this like child cartoons. version of you. You have so many bizarre fears. I didn't like cartoons. That... I didn't like Alice in Wonderland. That I, was freaky. Man, I cannot connect with when you get on because you're not a fearful person sam yeah it's funny our friend got well, certain can things. i talk about what happened yesterday <laughs> with ian oh yeah sure <laughs> he got scared ian got bit by a dog and then he was just, like afraid that he needed to get a rabies shot and oh. then sam was like he doesn't have rabies he doesn't <laughs> have rabies and then will was like how do you know he should go get the rabies shot and then sam was like who do you know that has ever had rabies. <laughs> and I thought, that's a funny... I mean, he's kind of right. He kind of right, though. He kind of right, yeah. though. Um, how did Ian get bit by a dog? <laughs> His neighbor's dog bit him. And when I say bit, I even... That is even, like... An exaggeration. An exaggeration. Wow. <laughs> like it didn't his, draw blood. His hand was, like... He was like, this is where the dog bit me. And now it, he showed me his hand and I had to like look at his to hand. To see like a small like indentation. Like where, where <laughs> he was talking about. That's funny. And that it was sucks. like a tiny, He tiny shouldn't get that scratch. dog put down. Just kidding. All right, so Just kidding. You guys see, so I'm putting up the poster now. 
antiques. That's funny. Wow, this this that's funny. So much busier than they, wow, they're smarter than you think, Felipe, I and they guess. got your ass. So I <laughs> still I find that that that's convoluted. Annoying. I'm like, is the idea that there's that Mario that there's a history to this world that's connected to the eight bit nature mm-hmm. of old Mario? Is that going to mm-hmm. be a part of the plot, I, I or is so. that just a stupid thing that's in the poster? I hope so. And what are they selling? They are things that. Don't make sense unless you play a video game. Yep. Well, I can't wait to go see it. I'm gonna. Is there any way way we can donate to the project? It's <laughs> 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 funny. Oh wait, are the. Um, oh wait, did it? Are we hitting our time or? Yeah, we we're hitting our time. Are we? Wait, can people see the poster or not? No, people can't even see the poster. Huh, that's funny. Okay, well, search Super Mario movie or whatever. Just search the movie. Um, anyway, <sighs> I'll promote my show on October 29th with Will. Scariest parts of Scary Movies 3. Um, I'm hoping that, Sam, that you can make it this time. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I've, that my <laughs> my future's in your hands, as it was last time. Oh, man, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just remembering one of my dreams from last night. I dreamed that I got to Life World and Will and Alex had already fully decorated it for Halloween. And I was both, like, happy because I was like, oh, that's so great. It looks so good. And also sad because I was like, well, come on, you guys know I like to help with stuff like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but I bet it hasn't happened. Simple Town has a screening tomorrow. That's right. All right. Spectacle Theater. Do you know what time it is, Sam? No. I want to say. Did eight you get a special eight, guest? Eight is. Gr- eight is. A great I don't know what the guest situation is. I'm honestly a little bit behind on. Where, but it it won't be behind when you come to the show. It w- everything be will up. be ready. Yep. So we're gonna be screening our scary movies, uh, of which we have two. Plus some scary movies that have uh, inspired us. And I really believe that by... W- and also we're going to do a little performance. So we're going to be do- doing something live. It's not just stuff you can see online. There's going to be us live. And I really believe some of the movies, I can't tell you what they are for reasons that I can't explain. But uh, it's, they will be funny and interesting horror films. And I think that you will really see an interesting meta idea build and you will see the connections between the movies that we've picked and it will create a larger image of why we make the things that we've made wow all right i guess i'm not gonna go home this weekend then i gotta get to this well it's tomorrow so it's not the weekend yeah but i'm leaving tomorrow on a train and then you were gonna do the q a sarah loves meta narratives yeah i love you say meta narrative she starts salivating understanding my friends and their motives and why they are the way they are Oh, Puzzle Mustard. Puzzle Mustard will be there. Spectacle so. Theater. Sam, did you see the time? Spectacle did you figure theater. out the time? Oh, oh, sorry. It's 8, no, 9 right. o'clock. It's at like 8 p.m. Spectacle Theater tomorrow. That's in Brooklyn. And p- please come. I got our Twitter account, or the Simple Town Twitter account banned over, this. Uh, over posting this poster. So. And it might be permanent ban. So please make it worth, worth our while. And if you work at Twitter... Unban yes. us. Unban right. us. It was just a little mistake. APM. I'm happy to take the content off. It was. I'm happy to take the bad content off. So please don't punish us permanently for that. That's right. All right. Okay. All right. Be well. Be well. If you love Halloween, then celebrate it. And if you don't, don't be fake. Be honest with yourself. Have a great October, and we'll see you <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye. Raisin Man Arena.